When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. This is a crowd podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hello, welcome to 21st Century Football, a podcast all about celebrating the best of the world's most beautiful game, but only if it happened in the 21st century. Uh, this series is all about championing the greatest football players of the last 20 years, and our regular panel of guests are going to be chatting about the players' careers, honours, and of course, incredible stats. Now, I'm Adam Brown, joined today by Mr. Will Brazier. Good afternoon. Are you good, mate? Oh, you shouldn't timestamp anything, should you? But let's let's throw back the curtain. This is the afternoon and there I'm ready go. to go. Not afraid to break the rules. Uh, it's actually the morning. Please stop lying to the, the listeners. Shit your mouth. Misleading people already. And Statman Dave, are you good? I, I am, yeah. I'm not going to mislead people like William is uh, very much the morning. Today, we are focusing on a man who's undoubtedly one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time, and that is Jean-Louis Buffon. Yeah, definitely. I think the first sort of bloke to make goalkeeping cool. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> mate. I was about to agree with you then, but I mean, what do you mean? Just like, I wanted to be a goalie when I was younger and yeah, sure, Nigel Martin had a bit of influence on me. He's got about him, hasn't he? Yeah. But didn't have that sort of va-va-voom. Schmeichel maybe as well. No, Schmeichel made it good and like, oh, that, but if I made it cool. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad you've, um, you know, made the distinction between the two. Uh, this episode, uh, we're going to kick it off like we do with all our episodes, uh, where basically it's essentially just having a little look at what is written about the person on Wikipedia. It's always a nice place for us to start. And this is what we've got for Buffon. Buffon was born on the 28th of January, 1978. He's an Italian professional footballer who plays as a goalkeeper for Serie A club Juventus. He's widely regarded as one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time and by some as the greatest ever. Nothing about him being the coolest though, which is which is a bit strange, Will. Uh, he's one of the few recorded players to have made over a thousand professional career appearances. Buffon holds the record for the longest streak without conceding a goal in Serie A history. He's achieved over over 12 league matches. He's kept the opposition out for 974 consecutive minutes. He did that during the 2015-2016 season, achieving the most consecutive clean sheets, which was 10 during that run as well. He also holds the record for the most clean sheets and most appearances in both Serie A and with the Italian national team. He also holds the record for most appearances for Italy as captain as he, after he inherited the armband in 2010 and he was called up for a record five World Cup tournaments. He was there in 98, 2002, 2006, 2010 and of course 2014 and he's the only goalkeeper to win the UEFA Club Football of the Year award which he achieved after reaching the 2003 UEFA Champions League final. Not only that, he's also won UEFA's award for best goalkeeper. He did that in the same year and was additionally voted 
nominated in the UEFA Team of the Year on five separate occasions, and he was the runner-up for the Ballon d'Or in 2006. That is an impressive, impressive uh, list of achievements. But the question I want to start off with today is, boys, is he the greatest goalkeeper of all time? Dave, what do you reckon? I mean, look, judging by that, it's hard to argue, isn't it? It's longevity, yes. Revolutionising goalkeeper, goalkeeping, should I say? Oh, Maybe okay. not. Here comes the red agenda, everyone. But, <laughs> but I think he... I think you've got to give him a lot of credit for how long he's sticked around for. That That is definitely something. Playing for one of Italy's greatest ever clubs in Juventus. Like, you've got to give him a lot of credit for that as a as a footballer. But the greatest of all time, I'm I'm not sure. Obviously, with modern keepers, keepers are, uh, are more important in possession. And Gigi's obviously a quality footballer, but is he at the same level as some of the keepers that we're seeing nowadays? Maybe not, but in his era, very, very good. You know, he's he's... His life, he's basically been from, you know, the Oliver Kahn, Peter Schmeichel, to to like now with Manuel Neuer and Allison, and still within the zone of being one of the best keepers in the league, with his peak probably coming in between that. So you've got to say he's definitely up there as the greatest of all time. I think it's sort of, Adam, you might appreciate this, it's sort of like a WWE storyline. So uh, there's a wrestler called Kofi Kingston, he was in the company for 12, 15 years, never won a world title but had the talent to win the world title and I think that's what we've got with Gigi Buffon he's only sticking around now so he's not won that Champions League medal yeah. um, and he's been tantalisingly close I think it's three Champions League finals he's lost but I just feel like that's all he's waiting around for now even if he was you know just on the bench you know, I got my medal now I'm retiring do you know what? I think it's interesting that what you said Dave there that his career is kind of it's seen a massive change in the role of the goalkeeper which is crazy to think that he went to the 98 World Cup and yet he's still playing now yeah well you think that he he kind of at Parma obviously starting there in Syria not talking about the 90s but we're going to mention the 90s right now Um, you know that was a long long time ago and considering that Parma team was an excellent excellent team so many top players but that was in 1995 we're now in 2021. It's a bit of time, that. That's a few Serie A seasons under his belt. And I think that, that longevity, and, and it, it shows a good level of adaptation that he's still playing for a top, top side in Europe. I mean, so, you know, sometimes you get players that will stay at clubs for years or you know, they'll, they'll keep going and not retire. And sometimes you get that, you know, they'll get picked on previous glory or there's a nostalgia element or someone's a club legend and they only get in the team because of that or they're but with him you could argue that or obviously he's at his peak now but he's still operating at a a, a good level isn't he yeah for sure you know it might not be Juve's number one anymore but has been Juve's number one for a long long time you mentioned the three Champions League finals that again is an accolade itself you know over a thousand games played in goal in his professional career that is crazy and I don't know if we'll ever see a keeper that's lasted so long as Gigi Buffon at the top level. I think that's where we will, we'll look back after his career's finished and go, wow. The way that, you know, he's probably one of the best shot-stopping keepers we've ever seen in terms of where the ball goes after the save's made. You know, you don't class Buffon as a player that is going to spill a shot back into, you know, into the face. It is more of, will go over the bar, he's palming it out of danger. And I think that is a goalkeeping trait for having for such a long time strong hands, a top, top quality keeper. I think one of the things you can, and I don't know if that's because of the, you know, lack of coverage of Serie A maybe over here, but you just don't associate him with the mistakes at all, do you? Like, I can't, there's not one that really springs to mind. Maybe later on in his career, like with the PSG stuff, but, you know, he's past 40, I think I'd be struggling if I was that age. I mean, the thing is, um, it's hard because on this podcast, we look at players that, a lot of them have given us freakish numbers in terms of goals, assists. It's 
quite difficult to kind of, other than clean sheets as, as, as something which you can, you know, like a, a quantifiable kind of number of, of, of something you can rate someone on. What else do you think that he has brought to, to teams that he's been in? Do you think it's more than just, just his clean sheets? Is, is there a, like a mentality there? Do you think he's a, a player that has really kind of helped the teams around him? Do you think the great defences are, are aided by him? Have they become great defences because they're playing in front of him? I think it's a bit of both as well, but I think the, the one of the biggest things that goes for him is getting in the top three for the Ballon d'Or. As a keeper, it, you know, we had the highlight video on it. Once you've seen five saves, you've probably seen them all. Um, <laughs> But to get up in there with the just quantify goalkeeping as five different types of saves, well, come on, five, yeah. right hand, left hand, one yeah. over the bar, maybe a quick reflection. He's done it, but um, <laughs> but to get into that sort of voting and be with those players that he was in, I think he finished second, did he? I think that 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 speaks high volumes. You know his peak, Dave. Let's look at some of those. You know the games that he's been involved in. You know what 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 do you see as as the, the, a stereotypical kind of great booth on performance big thing with goalkeeping it is consistency yeah <laughs> that's what he's shown throughout his entire career you know the difference between an average keeper and a great keeper is consistency and concentration especially with a team like Juve that dominate the ball in Serie A you have to be ready for those moments a lot of goalkeepers are good when there's a high volume of saves at them it makes them look good it makes them look like a good keeper but it's about having the concentration for 90 minutes when you've You've not touched the ball for, let's say, 89 minutes, but you've made one absolutely fantastic save. That really, for me, sums out a great goalkeeper. Like a Edwin van der Sar at Manchester United, concentration was great. Like a Peter Schmeichel, like a Oliver Kahn, like a Manuel Neuer. Manuel Neuer, in a way, obviously changed goalkeeping in terms of his style, but Buffon kind of adapted in that level. You know, Buffon's never the goalkeeper that's a crazy keeper that's going to fly off his line and, you know, make himself big and make those big 1v1 saves. He can still do it, but it is more about reactions, agility with Buffon. He's like a classic goalkeeper, you could describe him as. Um, and I think when you look at big performances, obviously his form in 2003, four when Milan, uh, when they played AC Milan in the Champions League final, some big saves on the run to that. But I think the, the big one, obviously, is the World Cup in 2006. Uh, number two in the Ballon d'Or behind Cannavaro. Like that, was a hell of a good defensive Italian team. And I think the thing with Juve is you don't stick around if you're a bad player, but you also don't stick around if you're not a character. And that's the big thing there with Chiellini, with, with Benucci, with Barzagli, that BBC in front of him. Very, very important to that trio. One of the best, best defences in the league for, or the Champions League for five, ten years. But even for Cannavaro to win the Ballon d'Or, that's got to come from having confidence in what's behind you as well. So knowing that you've got Buffon he can, you know, like you said, Dave, at a moment's notice, pull out a world-class save. That just breeds confidence for the whole team. And as it got further and further, that Italian team like wasn't the the most iconic. Um, but you know, as Adair gets his fifth mention in this series, uh, <laughs> you don't have to be to win a Euros. <laughs> I mean, the thing is about um, you know when you've got goalkeepers and like you said, Dave, the, the key to it, uh, success is usually consistency. And you know, for any great team that ends up winning titles, leagues, uh, European trophies, you need to have a great goalkeeper that you can build it on. But you see teams, you've seen it time and time again, where a keeper will get to a certain age, where I know goalkeepers can traditionally go on for a bit longer than outfield players, but managers have made tough decisions before where they've they've gone, even if the number one keeper and they've got rid of him, if they've got someone new coming in, we've seen it up at Chelsea before when Peter Cech. Do you guys remember Dida? Yeah. Dida's one of those examples where he was so good for about 18 months unbelievable for 18 months and they just fell off a cliff yeah and that's what you're sort of saying here that it is the concentration the consistency that ability to perform 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 but as well not get spoke about yeah like never did we 
well, there probably was questions about Buffon's career at, at Juventus, but it's not like a big one. You know, it's not like a big change in the media perception about him. And I think him going on the radar, it's arguably what you want. You don't want your goalkeeper to be the main attention for the media. Either you're not defending right or he's made a mistake. So I think that's another big thing that we've got to sort of talk about Buffon is that he doesn't get mentioned as form or dips. Yeah. He's just been there. But even that, I don't know if... I don't know if I'm being harsh, but maybe that longevity comes from that fire and that passion to get that Champions League um, medal. Just because he's been so, so close. Like he saved, th- I think he saved three penalties in that 2003 Champions League final and he still didn't win a Champions League medal. So that just must have gotten by the balls and said... Ah. Well, I think he's one of the greatest players that's not won the Champions League with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. It's got to be those two who's definitely yeah. leading the way for their impact. But as well, the longevity and the... The interesting side, obviously, they played together at Juventus in around, what, 2005, 2006? And it's that that level of, they've just, they're still here. Do you know, and on that, do you know what's mad? He was on PES 6 and he's on FIFA 21. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's mad. You're listening to 21st Century Football. We're just going to take a little break and then we'll be back. Over the centuries, the world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Austin. There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart. And Jermaine Pennant. I pulled two birds and I went home, which is nearly a proverb. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club podcast, the only book club that's less Charles Dickens, more Paul Dickoff. And you can listen to our brand new series right now by searching Football Book Club wherever you get your podcasts. When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. Acast recommends podcasts we love. If you are looking for a brand new true crime podcast, listen to The Making of a Detective, brought to you by the Irish Sun. The series is out right now and focuses on many of Ireland's most notorious cases and the man who once solved them. In episode one, Pat Murray's story begins with the historic 2007 conviction of the murderer Joe O'Reilly. Put his thumb up and he's going to see a pat like, you know, as if to say, F you, you can't get me. Follow along as we share the dramatic details of each case. Download The Making of a Detective. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the critically acclaimed West Cork and the one you're listening to right now. Dave, you've got a a little stat for us, aren't you? Which again, kind of just you know, will sort of reinforce the, the longevity of this guy. So this season in Syria, 185 players have been registered to play. They were born after Buffon made his professional debut. Not only that, he's obviously the oldest player in the Italian top flight and his professional career is older than nearly 200 players. That's unbelievable. I think that's highlighted most, but because, you know, football's... I judge a lot of football on World Cups. Do you know what I mean? And my first World Cup was 98 and he was at the last one. And that, that's pretty, 
that's mad. <laughs> make you feel old, Will. <laughs> yeah, well, the greys on the side and the back of my head, and and now top, I'll, I'll let the viewers in. Uh, make me make me feel old, but yeah, that that makes me feel even older. How do you think he maintains that? level of consistency obviously I know that it, it's probably dropped off in terms of games that he's getting in the last couple of years but you're slightly cynical on this I think Will that he's chasing the Champions League medal you think that's his sole kind of yeah I think there's a little bit well I think with a lot of players like it's what what's after football as well yeah, like, yeah. as soon as you drop off like I'm sure being a goalkeeping coach is great but it doesn't have the same sort of you know excitement as stepping out onto the pitch and, and making those saves so there's that element to it but I do think maybe 25-30% of it's just maybe not winning that champion especially being like well, I know we keep going on about it but it's been so so close it's I think for those periods in the what was it 2016-2017 finals it just felt like it was written in the stars for it for him to happen and it didn't and now we are and, and those were like because when you're watching through the highlights video you're like oh that was even that feels a long time ago and and he's still playing I think that I mean, might be a burning desire. Speaking of the highlights video, we, we had a little watch of that before um, we, we started uh, the podcast today and it's weird because, again, another thing that really kind of hits home about his length of his career is that you've got standard definition. You've got, you know, you've got some very, very shocking graphics on there. Like, you know, Whoa, the video that's not, not the guy's good work who's <laughs> done the edit, mate. Yeah, Come on. The music you picked. The music Jesus. you picked. Jesus. Um, but, I mean, you, you look at that highlights package and you just... The, the magnitude of some of the saves as well it's not the same as as the the credit you get for a goal it's never going to be is it but you could argue that in certain points that we saw in that video these turning points in them games that that has led to trophies being won mm. important matches being won but that that comes on to my iconic moment i think it's the save on the 104th minute against Zinedine Zidane from the header from you know unmarked in a penalty area very un-Italian defending as we traditionally know great ball in from Willy Sangol and it's a great save and it's a save in a moment where they need Buffon just about to go into half time with the first half of extra time what a moment that is for Buffon and I think that kind of summed him up that he's ready um, and saved it from Zizou Zizou loses his head headbutts Matarazzi and the rest is history maybe it didn't quite go like that yeah but there's also but you could write it like yeah, that there's like a you know sometimes with saves with goalies there's such it can swing momentum so much in a yeah. game, can't it, as well? And it's a chain of events, like you say, that Zidane's frustration has that spilled over and then, of course, that's changed the complete outcome of the game, really. Um, iconic moment, Will, what are you going to say? Well, I, I always judge this on what was the first moment I thought of um, and it is quite an iconic moment and it's him having um, a set two with Michael Oliver um, tying into this sort of you know, when he obviously hadn't won the Champions League and he was about to get to another final, they just needed to hold on. I think he was going to extra time at the Bernabeu. Uh, there's a ball whipped in. Uh, Lucas Vasquez gets pushed from behind and Michael Oliver gives a penalty and good God almighty, it's like the wacky warehouse and everyone's on Ribena. They've all come out um, <laughs> and they've just gone at Michael Oliver, but obviously Buffon, with that burning desire to win a Champions League, is at the forefront of it in his face in his grill um, and obviously Michael Oliver can speak fantastic Italian he's got the straight red out and uh, another dream dashed um, so my favourite moment is uh, Buffon's career uh, not reaching its full potential yeah, well, yeah. Um, do you know what Dave I was going to also I was going to pick the Zidane save but I also think I don't know if you remember in the uh, 2006 World Cup the semi-final uh, against Germany and he he had an unbelievable game in that he was absolutely incredible. Was that, they win that on extra time as well, was uh, it? Yeah, think, Del yeah, Piero. yeah. It was. He, but he's get the game he had was just unbelievable. Immense. It was. It was one of them where 
it was like a you know I don't know like a prime Brad Friedel. Um, <laughs> no, no, but you know, no, more. no, but do you know what I mean? When it eases, you know, but you know, like no, yeah. you, you when it, one when of them days. About it. Yeah, one of them days where nothing was going to go past him, and I just think that Buffon has a as a figurehead for Italian football, especially that 2016 where, you know, they'd had a lot of great squads in previous World Cups that he'd been part of as well. Leo Grosso was a good left wing back, all right? Yeah, no, you know, come on. No, but, you know, like, you know, 2006, it, it, they'd, they'd kind of, Italy had kind of underachieved, you know, they had the, you know, 94 in the final and stuff like that, and they'd had great players that mm. had never quite done it, and they just needed a couple of, you know, people like Buffon, a couple of old heads in there, and, we finally did it and I just think that his role in that Cannavaro was the, got the one who got all the plaudits obviously mm. the majority of them but if you look back at that performance in the semi-final I think that sums up football then football was kind of going through a defensive situation where a lot of European football was getting kind of defensive and Italy weren't a great team but they had a really good defence and a defence won the World Cup and if you're giving that accolade out to them the goalkeeper's part of that defence part of that back five um, it was one of the first times where, the, like you say, the focus on how the team had won it had switched more yeah. to... Well, we had Greece, it, didn't we? We had Greece in yeah. 2004 that won the Euros with a very defensive style. Yeah. Then we had Italy with it a very defensive style. That was just the nature of football at that point. And I think in that, you know, Buffon obviously leading light there. Yeah. And we, uh, yeah, uh, retiring Pep Guardiola was just sat stewing and thought, this is not how football is supposed to be played. <laughs> Right, so we're going to move on to uh, the final part of the show where we rank the player. We do this every episode. Uh, now, the categories we rank them on aren't your traditional kind of categories, really, which it's always nice to sort of have a little peek behind the player in terms of what else we know about them, not just from their numbers and the stats and that kind of thing, but whether or not we would like them on a personable, sociable level. Uh, so the three categories we're going to go with, first of all, would we like to go for a pint with Gigi Buffon? Will, would you? Uh, recently, I've just started getting into wine. Um, it's got to be wine, hasn't it? Yeah. I made off, but it's got to be a nice glass of wine. I don't know red. if that's stereotypical, but... Um, he seems very cultured, though, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I think he could maybe educate me a little bit further. The hangover on wine is a lot harsher. Um, I am getting <laughs> a little bit older, and I would like to mix up the drinks. Yeah, he's just a- Sounds like I've got a massive drink problem. Um, I'm going to go for a seven... Obviously, Italy, there's the Parma stuff I'd be slightly interested in. Uh, yeah, just, just put me down for a seven, please. Seven? Dave? It's a tough one because I, I think he would be, you know, it's, it's not going to be just wine. It'd be, you know, a great feast. But oh, That's true, yeah. Missed out on the food It's though, not it? really going to be a party. Like, we ain't going to be going a bit wild. He's a little bit like Tom Brady in a sense. You don't expect, Tom Brady don't go wild. He goes wild once a year. When Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, he goes wild. Gigi Buffon has never won the Champions League, but he's won the World Cup, so he's gone wild once. So you're going to say Gigi Buffon has never won a so Super if Bowl? It, if it was, <laughs> you know, Champions League, post-Champions League, we're going out afterwards, they've, Juve have just won it, I am there with a 10. But will that ever happen? No. So <laughs> He might carry on until he does. <laughs> I think it'd be quite boring if he's still focused on that. 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 40, 41, 40, yeah. I'm going to give it a, a 4. Ooh. Bloody hell! <laughs> well, what do you mean though? Like, I just say, don't think it, we're going to have fun. If he is as obsessed with winning the Champions League as you think, and you're saying you're another beer, and he's going on the Champions League, you know, oh, yeah, right, you know okay. what I mean. Like, it's, Gigi, it's it, the mate. off season. He's yeah. not psychotic. He's not sat there like rocking. <laughs> it. All right, in my head, in my head, he's there. That's all he's focusing on. No, he won't retire like another another contract. Part of his charm, it's something League. in the back of his head. Maybe the wine brings that out. A four. I, I'm, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say a five. I just yeah. think you know. I just think like. 
Just do it. I know what you mean. It's not exactly the most. No, I, I could be wrong, but I think that if I'm sat there with them and say, "Oh, 2006 was was it good?" Yeah. Well, you know, and you just, I just don't know if you'd engage. You've got, you got you We don't know. You know, if you've got a connection with him, I think that's the problem. Yeah, and and you know, I think it's harder probably for 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 goalkeepers because we kind of in the limelight a little bit less so mm. we find out a little bit less about him I suppose I'm just trying to think like what I could chat to him about I don't imagine he plays Warzone can't imagine he's a big WWE fan so mm. yeah I've sauced it with seven that's, that's it if you, if you knew a bit more you might have got into the eight but uh, right five aside team would we like Gigi Buffon in our five aside team Will I'm going ten really just because it's sorted lads no no oh, effing and jeffing who's going in goal doesn't oh, matter whose time is it this time it doesn't matter big Gigi's there is he good enough his feet I couldn't care I'm out of field you know I've got my five pounds worth do you know what I mean I'm, I'm out and about I'm in with a shout and Buffon's there for the whole time I'm getting 60 minutes of you know nice bit of cardio which uh, is lacking at the moment so, so he's, he's thank you Gigi he's on the back of you getting a bit of cardio yeah, straight tens <laughs> uh, Dave I, I would, would go with a ten as well but Imagine Gigi's on the other team. Yeah, but he's on my team. No, but he's not. Imagine it's five aside. You're playing. There's ten of us. We're playing together. Yeah. You pick. Uh, you pick Ronaldo. I pick Gigi Buffon. You've you've got to be right, shooting so, against Gigi for so the rest of the night. What you've done is, Dave. You've brought in the element of like we're going to pick teams haven't been picked yet. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know That's why I am knocking off a few points because as much as it'd be glorious to not go in goal, I don't mind the stint in the goal. I've been you know known as the, the cat of the north. And you're and awful. It, you are. Yeah, well, uh, who's the ne- second? I, you know, never seen me try. <laughs> <laughs> who's the second keeper in this in the ten players? That's the thing. Do you know uh, what I mean? Do you know what? what I if hate a really bad goalie turns up because. Buffon will turn up with a nice pair of gloves all the kit and then the other team won't have gloves and I, just, I can't yeah. stand that or some or, or horrible pair of gloves that are really sweaty when yeah. you put them on yeah no. see that's um, what you're in that position because I've picked Gigi no I've picked Gigi no, I've I picked literally Gigi. said he asked me yeah, first no, no, this situation no, this, you had your this, situation this is my situation not, I said I picked Gigi you've not got Gigi so you've still you. got to do the dodgy <laughs> stinting goal with the stinky gloves you get home your hands stink well your hands stink anyway <laughs> <laughs> well at least I don't have double stinky hands um, Go on, Dave. What are you saying out of out of ten? Seven. Just <laughs> watch that. You just plucked a number out of your ass there. Well, I've just t- <laughs> taken off one point because he's on my team. <laughs> so, that's a bit unfair. He's uh, so and then uh, another point because he's going to frustrate you. You're not going to have a good time. You're he's on be, my team. You're going to be on the WhatsApp complaining. Blah blah. Gigi, well, you probably turned really. up to the wrong power league. Gigi, <laughs> Gigi saved all my shots. I didn't score any goals. I'll be like, well, I bagged about twelve this game. You must be rubbish. This is <laughs> absolutely rubbish. And we just lost another uh, one. One of the point for. Um, he probably looked too smart when he turns up. Yeah, that's true. Matching kit, matching gloves. I just, I like to pull off anything. You know, shorts of one team, socks of another team, top of another team. So I like to be a bit creative. So Gigi would judge me. So point taken off because he's uh, too well organised with his attire. Absolutely. Which I never thought would happen. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go for, I go for a nine. Because I think that he'd be an unbelievable shot stopper in five aside. I just think there's no argument with think it. Think of the security and safety he gave to Cannavaro. Yeah. Now imagine that on a five-a-side level. Exactly. But I don't know why I'm there going, well, if he could do it for Cannavaro, why couldn't he do it for me? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? I don't know why I'm taking a point off him. But I'm sticking with a nine. Um, and then finally, let's look at his legendary status as a footballer in the 21st century. Out of 10, Will, where are you gonna, what are you saying? I feel like I need to be a bit more careful as we get deeper into the series because I'm sort oh, of... Oh, be careful after you've well, absolutely destroyed Cristiano Ronaldo. There's a couple, a couple of wild ra- <laughs> ratings going yeah, on. Oh, now we need to be careful. But, but listen... After we've be- done one of the greatest players of all time. That's the beauty of this podcast, though. You know, yep. if we were just doing ratings on ability, you know, you get your Ronaldo's and your Messi's at the top of the trees, but this is 21st century football. 
Buffon, World Cup winner. Second in the Ballon d'Or. That's 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 almost like a first in the Ballon d'Or for a goalie. So sticking with Juventus, all those accolades. No Champions League. It's a nine from me. Well, I guess I'll have to agree with William. Wow. It's a nine from me as well. Ooh. Minus one point for the Champions League. Three defeats. Could be actually minus three points. No Euros. <laughs> <laughs> no Euros. Could be minus four points. Now I'm going to stick with nine. I'm going to go for a nine as well. I think that he's just uh, agonisingly close to that 10. And do you know what? If he listens to this podcast, it'll probably make him play on another three years so he gets a 10. Yeah, there, there you go. So, uh, you know, if he does want to sign for another couple of years at Juve, then, you know, our job's done. Uh, right, let's let's run the numbers. Let's do uh, a little bit of uh, adding up and see what our final score for uh, Gigi Buffon is. 69 out of 90. That's not bad. Good score. It feels about right, doesn't it, that as well? Uh, yeah, I think so. Forgot. He's going to be the best goalkeeper. He's got to be. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it feels about right. I think, I think uh, but if he scores, you know, outscores Cristiano Ronaldo, there's a bit of a problem. Yeah. But but like, has, he ever, has he ever scored a goal in his career, by the way? Just a quick one, because that's always a nice little thing for a keeper to have. I don't, I don't think, think so. He's no. not, he doesn't seem the same. No. no. Commitment. Stick to it. No. Do you know who has scored one? Former Birmingham keeper, his mate. Peter Schmeichel scored a goal, hasn't he? Ben Foster. Ben Foster scored a goal. Has he? Yeah, he's back one, mate. Oh, didn't you love know. Paul Robinson. Not the same. Uh, he wasn't fit to lace Gigi before. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, and on that note, I think that's a good place for us to uh, finish today's episode. That is uh, Gigi Buffon's episode complete. Uh, we've got to chat about one of the greatest footballers of the 21st century, certainly one of the greatest goalkeepers of the 21st century. Uh, thank you, Will Brazier. Thank you, my thank friend. Thank you, Statman Dave. Thank you. Now, if you'd like another podcast to listen to, please search for the Football Book Club. It's a club where instead of reviewing great literature, uh, they review footballers' autobiographies, much like Chris Kamara's Mr. Unbelievable. Check it out. It's a brilliant podcast. Uh, right, that's your lot. We'll see you next time. It sound right, boy. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. Podcast Network.